Howard from the Pedroma Cigar Studios on the Black Stage in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and broadcasting from the Drew Estate Studios in California. It's episode 241 of the Primetime Show. Tonight, we welcome back the one and only Matt Boost to the Primetime Show. And as always, the Primetime Show is sponsored by Saga Cigars. Dayless Race introduced another chapter of the saga, the Saga Celeste. So it's a Spanish word that means leisure after work in the spirit of the standing ideal of owning your own journey and making your own saga. Saga Celeste is the perfect companion to enrich those moments of choice, making them truly yours. The Saga Celeste carries a brand of Criollo Olor and Peloto Cubano, wrapped in a selected Ecuador shade Claro wrapper that generously delivers with elegance, a surprisingly rich and balanced smoke. It's available in three sizes at an affordable price. Ask your retailer for Saga Celeste. And by Perdomo Cigars, awarded Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014 by Cigar Journal, the Perdomo 20th anniversary brand is consistently earning the highest scores in the industry and is a top seller in humidors around the world. The Perdomo 20th anniversary brand requires tobaccos have been carefully hand-selected and are well-aged for a minimum of eight years. The Perdomo 20th anniversary is open in three distinct wrappers, a smooth, creamy Ecuadorian Connecticut, a rich, earthy Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a dark, oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. Combining these beautifully bourbon barrel-aged wrappers with thick, high-priming binder and filler tobaccos gives each blend a balanced complexity with layers of rich flavors and smooth, elegant aromas. Perdomo Cigar is a family-owned and operated company headquartered in Miami, Florida, with manufacturing and agricultural facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua. Perdomo's highly acclaimed cigar brands include the Perdomo State Selection Vintage, the Perdomo Double H 12-year vintage, Perdomo 20th anniversary, Perdomo Reserve 10th anniversary, Perdomo Abano Bourbon Barrel Age, Perdomo Lot 23, Perdomo Menso 70, and many more. For great tasting notes and pairing information, check out the Perdomo website at www.perdomocigars.com. And by, we want to mention Agonoisa Leaf. Great Leaf makes great cigars. Agonoisa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive flavor of that Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa, Nestle, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of that JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of Pharma, Casa Fernandez cigars, you experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Agonoisa Leaf special. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Agonoisa Leaf. And finally, by Drew Estate. Check out and download the Drew Diplomat app for your mobile device. Keep up with everything going on Drew Estate. Experience the subculture that is the rebirth of cigars. Available on iTunes or Google Play. For more information, check out www.drewdiplomat.com. And as always, all the live streaming for the Primetime Network of Shows is sponsored exclusively by Drew Estate, as well as the California studios for the Primetime Show. Well, welcome, everybody. This is Primetime Episode 241. Today is Thursday, September 15th, 2022. And this is Will Cooper. I'm in the Paranormal Scott Studios on the Black Stage. And I'm joined cross country by my friend and colleague, Mr. Aaron Loomis. How you doing tonight, Will? Good. Matt disappeared. Did he? Yes. Okay. Good. He's somewhere he's somewhere over North America right now. <laughs> yes. Now he's coming back to Europe. He's coming back to yeah, I don't know. He's in his George Jetson suit or something like that. Let's bring him I'm right in. Trying to right find now. a fucking lighter. <laughs> How do you not have a lighter? I had to light my sig on the stove. You had that. You had that. What do you call it? You had that. Um, I know. Fail. The barbecue. Failed. The barbecue lighter. The barbecue Done. lighter. <laughs> Unbelievable. Doesn't Justin provide you with an an adequate supply of lighters? Justin supplies me with a good deal of uh, grocery store romance novels, mm. uh, <laughs> artisanal lotions, the 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 critical items. You okay. Understand. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we have, I mean, Justin, 
we sometimes have to remind Justin of certain things. Is all I got to tell you. So yeah, I mean, if he's not sending you lighters, I want to make sure that that's rectified. Yeah, he should be sending you. They have plenty of lighters. And in, 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 I'm rectified. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> this, uh, so okay, here's the deal. What gives? <laughs> You you hit me up to do the show. You yes, never do that. There's something something something's up. So what's up? <laughs> we wanted to have you on the show, uh, and I gave. I you the always first want to be on the show, but you we gave you the first. We gave you the like, first. Op- we gave you the first opening. Now I'll be completely honest, Matt. You the big transition that happened in, in June. We'll talk about that. I Aaron and I's philosophy is we usually wait this a couple of months till you're into the role a little before we bring anyone on when there's a change like that. So. That was there was a little bit of, a, and we knew we were going to be talking to you at the trade show too. So that was kind of the logic that we had. Now that you're you're settled in to your uh, your new role and the next chapter of your brand, um, that's what gives. It was more, and I happen to have this opening tonight because it originally wasn't going to be a show tonight. So you actually got the first shot here. Sweet. Yeah, that's, a, that's an honest answer. There's, there's no okay. Well, yeah. I you know I was watching you while you provided that answer. And I do not feel that you were engaging uh, in deception. I feel that you were being honest. Okay. No, and I would, I, I'm being totally honest with you. Uh, beginning of the year was on Mado. There was, I was dealing with other stuff. So it was a little chaotic earlier in the year, but, um, but yeah, we're back in the, then, then obviously your big changes in life happened and mm-hmm. um, you know, so we got you on. So um, I'm, I'm, Thank you for coming on, by the way. We do appreciate it. I'm that. grateful to be here. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, always one of our favorite like I'm guests. I'm always chasing after you like a teenager. <laughs> you know? No, I know. Starstruck teenager. This is how I feel. This is how I feel about our relationship. Like I'm constantly chasing you, adoring you. And you kind of, you know, you kind of keep, keep, you know, positioning around me. This was just, uh, you know, it's almost like I'm terrified. I'm thrilled and terrified simultaneously. <laughs> that you would reach out to me and, and set up the show. No, that's good. No, it's go. Cool. It's all good. I mean, it's all good. Um, Cause I think there's a lot of positives uh, certainly to mm-hmm. uh, what's been happening with you. You and I did talk before the trade show. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about these things and uh, a whole lot more um, to do that. Um, but let me ask you the, I mean, how are you doing personally right now? I'm doing great, man. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. 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 I'm doing fantastic, man. Family good. Uh, Family's all good, right? Family, family's great, man. Yeah. And and that's first and foremost, man. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yep. Um, just spending as much time as humanly possible with them and, and yep. working hard and just getting after it, man. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, so with, with that out of the way, let me let's just kind of get right into it, Matt. Um the, this, okay, be the, honest. Yeah. Like when we're together, you you want to kiss me. I know. But like, how badly? Aaron, does he talk about it? Or is this like a secret thing? See, he, he like, talks in generalities, but we all know that he's talking about you. So it's right, like this weird right, right. Like, cat and mouse yeah, thing. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all weird, I know right? is that I didn't like, get a kiss. I didn't get a kiss from Matt at the trade show, but I got a kiss from other manufacturers at the trade show. Fuck that. But but I was given the, you know, given the social distancing or whatever you want to call it, I wasn't offended that you did. But there were a couple of manufacturers that kissed me. Yeah. 
The cigar industry is full of bareback villains, as we know. Yeah. And I think social distancing is no different. Yeah. I agree. But it was good seeing That's you at the trade show. That's why always phenomenal seeing you at the trade show. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, you know, super spread uh, 2022. Yep. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my time's going to come where I'm going to get this thing. But I've, I've escaped it so far, but it's coming. I know it will come this year. I will, well, I will. Cooper, there's one thing you're not going to escape, which is my love. And you know that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you know that I, I secured the URL? spreadcheeksnothate.com I did not I am the owner of this URL. yeah yeah uh, I'm gonna I, I have uh, grand grand plans for this yeah yeah the fuck alright grand plans grand okay. yes I'll, I'll loop you in on it okay you can you can do a show about it oh when, okay when I'm I'm a, great that's great yeah. that's yeah. great that's great to hear mm-hmm. new new projects yeah alright Matt so you know we talked about your big change in life. Um, mm-hmm. You sold the brand in June. Fucking um, A. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, let me ask the question huh. right out of the gate, right? Mm-hmm. You, you worked, you, you were associated with Davidoff for a while. You know, they did your production. That's correct. Industry. Then you kind of went correct. out on your own. Now you decided to sell, right? What's different about now being with a big company again, as opposed to being with Davidoff five years ago? Um. I think I think uh, my main challenge uh, throughout the course of, of my time in the business was that I had not yet found a home for my brand, right? And there's a lot of things that go into to painting. I mean, let's face it, nothing. I don't think anything uh, uh, is is perfect, but I think that that you could find the the most suitable or uh, seemingly perfect scenario, uh, but it's all based on energy, timing, bandwidth. I mean, there's a whole concoction of elements that come together uh, to create that position, that that stitch in the cosmic timeline, right? And uh, I happened to line up with these guys that I think it was exactly the right time for their company and simultaneously exactly the right time for mine. And it just made a tremendous amount of sense. So I feel that for the first time we found uh, our authentic forever home in this business. And it feels great. Was there ever so that's thought, the difference. Okay. Was there ever thought maybe of going back into another, you sold, but you sold the brand, the cigar brand this time. That's correct. Was there ever thought of maybe um, going back into another arrangement like you had with Davidoff with, they could certainly do production and distribution for you. Why, why sell it this time and separate out? Well, I I, I felt like I felt like the sale was critical, right? I felt like, you know, I've been through several iterations of, of distribution partnership, and you know, at the end of the day, uh, everybody's got to look out for themselves, right? And so, no one treats something that is not theirs like they treat their own shit. Yep. Very simple, you know. It's a, a very good point. Yes. I, I mean, it's, it's very simple, right? The math is very simple. Like uh, the relationships of this nature look good on paper. Uh, but I think at one point or another, you're going to find shortfall in, in, in the arrangement on one side or the other, just because at the end of the day, everybody's got to look out for their own, their own house first, you know? And, and that's not a slight or a slam on anyone. That's just simple math, right? That's, that's how right. I have seen that shake out in the past. Right. And so I felt like I needed, since that was the, 
uh, one of the greatest uh, blockades that I had ever faced in the business in, in regards to partnership. I said, okay, uh, my focus is that I have to delete that element of the equation, but I also have to do it in a way that makes sense for us too. Right. You know? And so we did. And that's why, because it had to be theirs because they had to treat it as if it was theirs. Right. I could, I could see that. And I could definitely see that mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, the, the point you made is if they own it, there, I think you're right. I, that's a real, you know, I think it's a point that people forget about sometimes. If they own it, they're gonna put a lot oh, more DLC into it. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going on the other side of the sun. Wait, do you see? <laughs> do you see the horizon greeting me? Wait, hold on. Ooh, there you that's go. nice. That's so nice. Okay. Okay, okay. Sorry. Your hair is just beaming in the moonlight lick it or the sun i don't know if it's the sun or the moonlight i can't tell does it matter just enjoy it man yeah just enjoy the visual take a screen cap save it for later (laughs) if you know what i mean yeah you've had some of the legendary screen caps on 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 past shows i could tell you that for sure yeah yeah i mean there was one i remember you were lying in bed doing the show you're literally lying back on the bed. I think there was another one you were upside down doing a show. Okay. Um, yeah, so you've had you've had some epic uh you know, definitely epic video that we've had. Of course, there's nice, this whole man. uh collab of you, which you and oh, yeah, the Caller put me into a sandwich. Oh and my it, god. <laughs> you put me into a sardine Just sandwich. sandwich. Loomis, you seen this? Yes. Oh my god. We took Coop that night. Outside of the bubble, he he had <laughs> he had left a layer of the atmosphere he could never return. Right, you know. Yeah. I I still go into shops and people talk about that video. I mean, nice. I, probably now it's like that's once what, a year. Once amazing. a year, someone will say something to me. But yeah. but, but remember when it came out the first year, people were talking about it all the time. But now it's like once a year, someone will say something to me about that video. Dude, I was honored to share the moment. I thought it was, I thought it was I, pleasant I w- and uh, in good humor. Okay. To give you an idea how long ago that was. Fuck. It was President in Obama. In human years we, or cigar we were, years? We were still under President Obama when that happened. Okay. Yeah, we, so it's I, like 75 years ago in yeah, cigar years. In cigar years, right, right. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. like in seven years, people in the cigar industry, they lose their memory pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know. Don't I know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so Matt, for this move, was this something you were already looking at doing or, or did an offer come your way or how did this kind of partnership originate? Well, we had, we had the, uh, opportunity to work together for a couple of years. Uh, Mm -hmm. they had retained, uh, me as a design consultant and, uh, actually now, uh, you know, to help them rebuild and relaunch, uh, the new uh, Sancho Panza and the new Los yeah. Status Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Justin Andrews and I worked together uh, very closely on those two projects for, for close to two years. And it was really a byproduct of that working relationship that uh, I don't even remember who brought it up first. It just seemed like a natural, you know, we had the opportunity to test drive relationship for mm-hmm. a good period of time. And it definitely felt for me, I, you know, I can speak for myself personally, felt very comfortable 
and, you know, I could tell that these guys really, um, really had their heads in the right place in terms of uh, how they, you know, how they were interested in attacking the craft space, you know, and I thought it was, I mean, in, in regards to what I've seen from uh, large companies in the past, I think, I think for them, it was really kind of uh, very forward thinking progressive for, for a large company and, and, uh, and, uh, and ballsy, man. And that was appealing to me. Nice. Big what giant it? sack. Was Big there sack. Any, was there any concerns that they failed at this in the past? Like with some of the approaches they've, they've tried? Well, and I'm glad you brought that up because right. of course, this is a concern, was a concern. Right. And instead of, staring directly into the face of failure and barreling directly down that same uh, course time and time again, uh, I felt like they were in a position where, uh, you know, they had learned from uh, some of the, some of the experiences that they had had previously surrounding some of their brand acquisition projects and, and were, were ready to take steps in, in different directions to ensure that this was as successful as humanly possible. Yeah, I mean they've had, which was also enticing, right? Me, obviously, right, right, right. I am what, enticed. Yeah, was you so you you know you're part of the STG team now. You're the creative director. Um, was that of Room One Hundred One? Of Room One Hundred One. Okay, so you're not a creative director across other brands. Uh, I help out with some other shit too. Right, but, but your focus your main focus is Room One Hundred One. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah, for yeah. example, like with the Sancho Panza, um, mm-hmm. you, you did that. You did that. Like, it, it, hey, you were recruited with Justin. In, with Justin. Right. Was you joining the STG team? Was that something, again, how did that go? Was that something you looked to do? Or was that something they said, hey, we'll do this, but we got to have you? Uh, we bo- I think we both expressed the same, the same thing, right? Right. right. Like, my, from my standpoint, you know, my belief was, whether or not this is going to be something that goes on into perpetuity, right. you know, um, during the transitory period and during, uh, you know, over the course of the next few years, uh, you know, it would be critical, uh, in, at least through my lens, that uh, I remain to uh, direct the Room 101 brand project so that it grows and evolves in a way that I see appropriate, right? Right. I mean, it was my, my child, right? Yeah. It yeah. still is in many ways, you know, so nobody knows the brand better than I do because it's uh, an extension of myself. And that's what was so surprising. I think to, if it was a surprise to me on that was when you mm-hmm. sold it, because mm-hmm. it is it is so synonymous with you. It comes from the jewelry. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. I watched you do it. I, I couldn't see you guys pulled apart with that easy. So it, that for me was a natural thing that. I'm glad that happened. I'm, I'm hoping that works out. It's glad for you that that's worked out because, because I think it is, it is an extension of you, that brand. It is, man. It's, it's a direct extension of, of myself. But look, next year, Room 101, as, as an overall brand, will experience its 20-year anniversary. Human years, not cigar years, of course. Right, right. And, uh, you know, and I started this brand in my apartment in Hollywood. You know, and and nobody could ever care about this brand as right. much as I do, and and you know that's not that's not to to uh, um, 
diminish other people's connection to the brand, right? And the people that are helping to, to continue to build it today, not at right. all. They care very much. But there's just, I think organically, it, it can easily be understood that, that there is a different level of connectivity between myself uh, and the brand and, and possibly some other people, right? So, um, but I care about it enough to understand that there's only so much that I could ever do independently as a small uh, um, independent business owner. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, that's true. And there, and there's far, far more road ahead of us than there is behind us. Right. You know, the the upside potential related to our brand is tremendous, man. And quite frankly, a great deal of it remains today still untapped. And I wanted to see it uh, live in a home where it could become everything that it ever possibly could have been. You know, even far above and beyond what I could have done for it myself. Yeah, I. Uh... I agree with you on that 100%. And you know, one thing that you did when you stepped away um, after 2016 for a short time, you essentially rebuilt the brand from the ground up again. So when you went yeah. on, yeah, yeah, it was, I, I was great. Yeah, um, and oh, I think sorry. you did a very, I think you did a very good job at that. Um, I think you, you established Thanks, some really man. good core lines, and you did, you know, anniversary limited editions. You worked with different factories, and then you started to uh, bring back some of the legacy stuff from the past. So mm -hmm. I saw a really good foundation and I guess my hope or my desire is that foundation, you know, isn't going to be torn down again is what I say. Cause I think you did a good job at, at building that. Well, look, man, I, I, I can assure you that, that the guys at STG and myself have a shared vision in terms of where we want to take the brand. Okay. You know, and I think there's a, um, and, equal amount of care from both sides right uh being put into this brand and and you know the goal and the focus is to continue to grow the brand and allow it to evolve organically under my direction but to do so responsibly right you know not to slather and horror but to build intelligently and responsibly focusing on doing more business with less people Mm -hmm. And uh, continue to 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 grow in a way that's that's sustainable for the long term. Right. Does this just give you the opportunity to focus on the stuff that you like to do and not fuck around with the bullshit back office stuff that is done? Bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I have more time to dedicate towards creative process. Yeah. I have more time to dedicate towards the you know the delightful little nipple twisting of all my little shadow soldiers and, and consumers far and wide. Right. right. Um, to go out and evangelize in territories, you know, for the brand and territories where we had fallen short, man. I mean, there's only so much I could do on my own, mm -hmm. you know? And I think, you know, uh, look, I had built, you know, with a very, very small team of people built, the brand back up to a point where it was appetizing for acquisition, which is interesting, right? Right. So a, that but, was but there's so much that. further to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. going to give you a lot of credit for that, Matt. I mean, they didn't again, buy it because yeah. it sucks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, at least they don't think it sucks. I mean, that could be Aaron probably thinks it sucks. Yeah, Aaron <laughs> thinks everything. I think sucks. everything sucks. Everyone, everyone, sucks. Damn it, man. So when you, when you give shout outs to your sponsors, are you lying? Do you think they suck too? Can you answer that? What do you mean? If their cigars suck? Yeah, well, like you said, you think everything sucks, but you have sponsors, right? So if you give a shout out to a sponsor, you're like, hey, 
Nice words. I like that. Very good things. Sunshine, uh, smiley face for that. It's different. It's so different. Just, I don't have the same sponsors. That it's different has. when they pay you, right? Well, no, they, they pay me, saying? but it's just an ad on the on the on the website. Like I don't say necessarily <laughs> say anything about them. It's, it's just a picture, a graphic on the website. So That's we it. just do the reviews, and the reviews are the reviews. So you don't it doesn't matter if they're a sponsor or not a sponsor. It's the same. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's I, we. The, how there's attracted no, to you uh, to me are you? Right now. I mean, I so attracted. I had to go for the, the. I had to go for the same like, kind of beard coloring and all that stuff. So. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like I don't. I don't have the locks, but. Yeah. You and me, just right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel, I think I feel jilted at the altar right now. <laughs> no, 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 Cooper, <laughs> you, you're, you're, for, Cooper, you're forever my body. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell me so so matt, uh, matt actually tell me words. your words i gotta tell you my words okay because you actually just said something i was gonna say to you i think that's an incredible thing that what you did is restart the brand in 2017 and you get it to the point where it could be ac acquired by a company like stj that says a lot for you it really does it says what what you nice. built with the products and the lifestyle and and that's 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 big i think i don't I, I don't you don't see that happen at all that they saw hey, man, something. In. I, I'm I'm proud of the whole situation. Yeah. I'm proud yeah. that we built something that was, yeah. you know, interesting enough um, uh, that someone would want to yep. uh, buy it. You know, right. uh, I'm I'm proud of that. Yeah. So do you have like an office now? Like, a, did they give you an office in Richmond to go to? And you know, you they gave that. me one of those little tykes. Uh, desks that the <laughs> yellow and red. That's like, Justin, man. It's Justin, Justin's to, budget. <laughs> it sits yeah, it and there's a slide on the end of it. Desk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, God damn it, Booth, not the slide. We have to do our meeting right. thing. I'm like, just one more time st stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But let me, you know, you must have an arrangement with them because you still own your other room 101 brand. So, I mean, there's only like yeah. so much time you can put on the clock for them. Right. With, with yeah, of course. Yeah. And they, and they've been, look, look, yeah. I, I don't ever stop working. Right. So, you know, I afford everything I have to do the appropriate amount of time that it deserves for me to yeah. accomplish what needs yeah. to be accomplished. Yeah. Right. So I'm just going to do whatever I have to do on all fronts, you know, yeah. uh, frontally. Yeah. Fully frontal, frontal, Frontally, right. Frontal. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Frontally. Yeah. Frontally. 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 Right. Frontally. Yeah. All right. Uh, but you mentioned, you mentioned that room one. What did I say? What was that? What did I say? Frontally. No. You said you, you said mentioned. Said he wants to know what you what you what he mentioned. Well, yeah. okay. What you thank mentioned you, was oh uh, thank you. Thank I you. gotta translate. Unbelievable. To <laughs> so you mentioned, okay, that you mm. uh, your focus is room one hundred and one. Um, so that's mm. kind of your your that's what your primary role is. So the, the if folks think you just came in and the brand was getting absorbed and they were gonna just make you another brand manager or something or cross brand manager, that's not happening. Your focus there's a big commitment to STG with this brand is what I'm hearing. Yeah. There's a commitment from myself. Yeah. 150%. And simultaneously they're coming towards me with 150% across their side of the table. Yeah. 
because actually now it's our side of the table yeah as a unified front right right is there are you expected yeah a unified front are you expected to do a lot of the ambassador roles so is this something that's going to keep you on the road or is or no is this something that you're going to be more focused creatively on you know a lot of public sponge bathing um you know uh uh like uh, visits to, to local uh, and national chain right. uh, water parks, big, big and, and local water, you know, yep. uh, always wearing white or some sort of like, uh, you know, um, high visibility swimwear. Should we call it? Can we call it that? High hmm? visibility swimwear. Yeah. High visibility, you know. Okay. Whatever. What was the question? I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, nice. Yeah. I don't know what I was just. No, I was talking, I guess, about, you know, was, your, you role, your role. Your role. Your role. It is a creative director, but or is there going to be an expectation that you're going to be an ambassador and you're going to be out on the road a lot like some of the other ambassadors are? Well, I definitely plan to be on the road, but it's, you know, uh, I'd like to say it's my choice, you know? Right. I feel like there's, I feel like, uh, there's a healthy amount of touch that needs to occur here. And, you know, just like when, when we sold, when I sold uh, the brand to STG, you know, I was probably on the phone, I don't know, easily for two weeks. And whether it was uh, live uh, Zooms or other forms of, of uh, virtual hangouts with, with clubs uh, like the Barrel Burners and, and Distinguished Ruffians, all those guys, just to kind of, to continue, I wanted to give them, I want to show them the respect of hearing it from me, afford them the opportunity to ask questions. And, you know, I, I, I mean, look, man, I understand very well that like, uh, Hey, if I've invested myself into this brand that I believe that I'm very devoutly connected to, and, you know, it's sold to a much larger entity, you know, I, I as a brand enthusiast would be, I would be concerned. Right. I would be cautiously optimistic because I would trust in, you know, uh, like if I was following, well, maybe not me, but someone right. that had their shit far more together than me. Like I would trust in, in, in the decision-making that was coming from, uh, uh, from the brand owner and the principal of the company. But simultaneously, I, you know, obviously if I was attached to something, I would, I would have my concerns. And so I wanted to be able to um, quell any of that that was out there. Uh, just simply with the truth, you know, uh, that this was actually probably the best thing that could have possibly happened to our cigar business at this stage of its development, you know, and simultaneously to them as devout supporters of the brand. Right. So uh, uh, I don't know why I was just saying that. I'm very tired today. I'm losing track of my words. (laughs) I feel less than erect. It's probably the problem. My blood flow is off. Why'd your blood flow off? I don't know. I don't know what's going Did on. Did you take your vitamins today? My cheese. Huh? Did you take your vitamins today? I did. I did take vitamins right. so long ago, though, in the morning. Maybe their okay. potency is fading. You know, they, they do have, when you get older, they have vitamins that you could take, special vitamins. Little blue vitamins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I should have taken one of those. You can get them. The you, you, you deserve can, that. And you can get them. You, you deserve know, on that, your... the best version of me. You can get those vitamins um, when you travel. Easy. He'll expect Very... a four-hour show out of you if you take one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, don't go anywhere. No, he's like, he's like, we're not going more than an hour and a half. I said, we're not going more than an hour and a half. He's like, I said, it will be less than that. That was what he said to me. Well, look, man, we, we have this habit of chatter baiting and it ends up being like three fucking hours. And I just wonder other than John Huber and Matt tobacco, if that is his real name, who's watching all of that, you know? We we are maybe, we do maybe. we do oh we do well with the longer shows I'll be honest with you uh, I don't buy it yeah we do well with them I don't buy it but no but, no well, we could look at uh... nope nope I know. who okay I tell you what every motherfucker that watches three hours of Coop show you go on to our Shadow Army shit on Instagram and you DM Shadow One and you tell him. Matt Booth sent me. I watched three hours of Coop, and we will send you something. Please How about do that? It. Yeah. There well, you you better, you better There's the test. Free the free shit motivation. It's free stuff you're getting, guys. And you don't have to use a it's hashtag. Just been activated. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag three hours I, of Coop. You know, I don't know. My audience doesn't like free stuff, right? It's funny. Like I see Dojo, he'll give out a also sticker. Bullshit. He'll give out a sticker, and like a hundred people will want that sticker. Everybody I'll give away a fifty dollar gift card, and it's like. One tenth the amount of people will do it. I'll, I give away cash, and they're like they rather have the dojo sticker. So, uh, guys, <laughs> you're giving away money. free stuff tonight here. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Go well, to Shadow Army, DM, yeah. talk shit about Coop. Three hours, three hours of power. We'll send you some. Yeah. Well, Matt, that actually leads me to one of my questions. What's the status of the Shadow Army Ooh. now? What do you mean? We lurk in the shadows. The shadow army continues, right? It's not going to change. Shadow army continues, baby. Yeah. Shadow army is for life. What do you mean continues? What kind of question is that? Okay. I didn't know if it would still be a thing. It seems somewhat silly. Are you asking silly things? You're asking me silly things? No, I'm asking a serious question here. I think it's seriously silly. Okay. Your answer is clear. Absolutely. Touche. No, shadow army continues. And we continue to grow in numbers. So that's actually a very, very cool part of our, uh, very cool part of our brand. Very heartwarming. Okay. And blood flowing. Right. You, you have relationships with a lot of factors. Relations? Yes. Yes, I do. You do in, in many countries. Yes, um, I do. But, you know, so what's unique about your brand as it stands in the STG portfolio is most of it is not made by an STG factory. Is That's that, so are these existing lines going to continue to be made out of these factories? Is the shift going to go to STG? How do you see that? Because it is a unique brand you have from yeah. a production standpoint. Well, I mean, look, the purpose, the purpose for me uh, uh, for working with the spread of factories that we do work with Hoya de Nicaragua, AJ Fernandez, uh, William Ventura. Uh, we've, we've done some really killer limited stuff with Oliva over the years. Um, all these guys. Right. And, and of course, general's factory and Don Lee Hatsa, right. As well as we've done some small projects with rice as Cubanas. Right. Yep. So the whole idea is you, I could take the formula. Okay for Farce Maduro, and I could give it to AJ, and I could say, AJ, Poppy, I need this cigar. This is the this is the recipe, right. okay? Please manufacture this for me now. It would taste completely different. Yes. Out would. of his kitchen. 
Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because his magic and his touch creates a, a final result that is unique to his factory as you know, as I would say does, you know, William Ventura, same with Hoya, everything. Right. So they have their celestial signature seasonings that right. go into their products. And right. the idea was that room 101 was meant to be a comprehensive cigar collection. Right. I wanted room 101 and have always uh, dreamt that room 101 would be a collection where someone could parlay about through our different sub brands and, and products and really find a, a world of difference in our products that they could, they could remain within brand and have all the different spread of experiences that they could be looking for potentially. Right. Uh, give or take, you know? And so one of the elements that's criti critically important to our brand's authenticity is that our, the products that we make with the specific manufacturing partners that we make them with must remain in their hands. Otherwise they'll change. Yeah. You know, and there'd be no point. So, and, and in the same breath, I would say there are a great deal of products that I have still not yet realized in our collection that are very appropriate uh, to be made uh, with Hatsa in Honduras, you know? So, you know, there'll be enough production to go around for everybody, you know, and it'll be as appropriate to the authenticity of the brand. Yeah, I think that, I think that's one thing that Boom. you did. Yeah. I think that's one thing you did really well. Like I said, when you relaunched the brand in 17 was exactly that you, you, you brought in a mix of different factories and some people may have a preference to one factory or the other too. And that kind of gives, yeah. gives it widens, you know, some, someone may be more of a Ventura person than an AJ person than a Hoya person or something mm -hmm. like that. So I think it was, well, dude, um, I, I liked that. Yeah. These are artisans, man. Yeah. These are artisans that live and breathe this craft every day every day and have every day of their life up till now and their personal expression their final output isn't it just like room 101 is an extension and output of my my being their products are an extension and output of their being at yeah. their factory and this is why they taste differently because they're authentically vested in the creation of these products right so you're getting a little bit of you know you're getting a little bit of them and me all up in your mouth at the same time, Cooper. Isn't it delicious? Yes. It Just really to fill your mouth with me and my and my output, my product. It's tasty. Fucking a, it is. So, anyways, my point is is that this is critical to our brand's uh, authentic core, to our brand's nucleus, as, as are several other things, right. you know. But that was always something that I found or felt was critically important. And so that element will be preserved. Yeah. No, that's good. Mm -hmm. I think that's exciting. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. And Shit ain't bad. No, no. Then you've had some of these, um, these non uh, room one one things that you've been working on uh, in a consultative fashion, I'll say for, for a while. Uh, I'm smoking mm -hmm. uh, the reincarnation of Sancho Panza. Um, yeah, man. How so, fucking cool is that? It was cool. I was telling Aaron before the show, I smoked this cigar a lot like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, people, some people would make funny, like, ah, Sancho. No, they were, they were good value price cigars you got. Yeah. Uh, the, the brand kind of went away. So, yeah, you kind of, it sounds like already you were intrigued. Hey, when they came to you and say, hey, we're, we're doing this, can you help us out with this? It sounded like this intrigued you right away. 
Oh, big time, man. And I didn't want to just like stick a little, you know, cherry blossom on it and, and just say it was, it was tampered and meddled with by, by myself. You know, I really wanted to work with Justin to, to reimagine this brand, you know, as well as LSD, you know, but, but, uh, I thought, man, what an amazing brand. Sancho Panza is the brand, you know, this is the style of brand that my uncle Lee would have smoked every day. Right. Yeah. And, and so many more core, core cigar smokers would smoke that product every day, but how many younger, newer, uh, newer or newcomers to, to smoking have no concept of what that brand even is. And now they will, you know, um, and I feel like in some strange way, the, the reimagination, um, of that brand is simply more, uh, a tribute to it, you know, yeah. and, and I hope that it gets in a whole lot more mouths because of it, which it's seemingly already doing that. Yeah. It's in my mouth tonight. Right. It's in Aaron's mouth as well. Yeah. Oh it, my. Yeah. Like I said, it was a brand that like, as as like cigars became how can i put it uh when the whole boutique small batch movement came i remember you know i'd be the guy smoking the new newer stuff and, and i have this guy mike he's a good friend of mine he's about 10 years older than me and he would just like this guy actually had money too right but he loves sancho mm-hmm. panza and he would just like buy he says you know what he goes I'm, my money, I'm, I want to retire and, and I'm going to be on a fixed income. He goes, I love these Sancho Panzas. And he would smoke them every day. And, mm-hmm. and people give him crap on it. And I'm like, no, these, these were good cigars. Uh, so I was glad to They've see. They've always this, been great cigars. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I was glad to see this brand. It kind of got lost in the catalog thing then. Uh, mm-hmm. But I was glad mm-hmm. to see this really kind of come back here. What did you think the brand needed when, when you were kind of asked to kind of creatively resurrect this brand? Well, I wanted, I wanted to give it. Um, I wanted to give it a new trade dress that was going to be solid, uh, simple yet strong and something that could be, you know, with, with modification to color combinations and things of this nature, give yeah. it, give it a signature trade dress that it could ride with until, uh-huh. you know, uh, you know, into perpetuity, you know, I thought, I felt that that was very critical. I wanted, and I wanted it to be something that was, that was, uh, uh, bold, and undeniable on the shelf. I wanted to give it a, a stance yeah. that was recognizable without being too tr- being try hardy about it. I guess you could say, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I f- I feel that that was accomplished. And of course, to to reimagine expressions of product with with Justin that that uh, you know would stand up to its new look. Right. Were you, is this the first time you were brought in or have like basically been asked to reimagine a, uh, like a, I'll say a Cuban brand or, or a brand that has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause everything yeah. you've done has been original stuff from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, look, man, I've been doing this, you know, from a factory level 14 years, Coop. Yeah. You know, and it was interesting to apply, you know, my experience as a cigar brand builder, uh, as a brand builder, and as someone that had had uh, also applied, you know, um, uh, a good deal of creativity yeah. to the to the category over the last several years to, you know, build build our brand. Right. You know. Yeah. And to leverage all that experience and, and inject it into uh, a brand project that was not mine necessarily. It right. was fun. It was right. it was a very cool challenge. I very much uh, enjoyed it. 
No, it's, it's, it's it, you know, even talking to you at the show and everything, it definitely seemed like this was something you were very excited about. Um, this, but there was another brand, and this brand probably wasn't as familiar to a lot of folks. This was a, I would say mm-hmm. it's a smaller brand, Ostados Deluxe. Yeah. Um, and that, so that's a completely, that was kind of completely different because, like I said, that brand really may not have been known to many people. What yeah. was special about that one? And like, why did they ask you? Why, why Los Status Deluxe was my question on that. Cause it wasn't well, a they, brand they were, for them. Yeah. No, no, not at all. But, but why shouldn't it be? Okay. You know, I mean, why, why couldn't it be, you know? Right. The idea was, Hey, here's this brand that's been effectively dormant for some time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's based on a traditional Cuban equity brand that, you know, uh, in Cuba was uh, kind of like a neighborhood cigar, right? Like a, a cheap, right. almost a, a cheap type cigar, right? Mm-hmm. And to to reimagine it in a way where, uh, you know, one paying paying tribute and respect to the brand's legacy, yep. but to to reimagine it and bring it to life in a way where, you know, it's going to get a lot more attention, um, and I think the 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 respect it deserves has always deserved, yep. right? To kind of yep. honor it. And that, and that was a tremendous honor for me. The difference was with Sancho Panza, I wanted to work within somewhat, uh, not a, of a box, but a, a form, right? right? Right. Because I was trying to connect certain feelings to its uh, former self. Right. You know, while giving it new life. Mm-hmm. Los Tados Deluxe was a, a completely clean slate. So there yeah. were no, to me, I wanted to just go, go full dick out. You know, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Coop. Yeah, yeah, I, I create a I, custom moniker that I mean, the the LSD moniker could, I mean, it's a, it's a great logo, right? Um, wait, what was that? Did I miss something? Did I miss some, some, some PP talk? What happened? Oh, LSD, I mean, nothing happened. No, it's just LSD. Oh, LSD, yeah, I could tell you the story of when you know, well, never mind, that's is <laughs> what we'll talk about that later, okay, but, but uh, um. No, man, I, I was I was super stoked on the way that came out. Yeah. And from what I understand, both of them are getting a very good uh, amount of attention in market and receiving some really good response. So um, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I, I, you know, the last thing I'll say about, about that is the Room 101 and Sancho Pons, no, Room 101 and LS, LSD went onto the Ford mm-hmm. side of the portfolio. Sancho Pons is on the general. That's side. correct. But I think that's Room 101 and LSD, I think Ford's needed a little more life into it, to be honest with you. And I think that's why I think these brands having like I think LSD was the perfect fit to put into Fords. It would have got lost with the general oh, I brands. Agree, Same with Room One Hundred and One. I think they made the right decision putting you on the Ford side here. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What a great squad, man! Really, really stoked to be working with yeah. those guys, man. I can't, yeah. Yeah. I can't say that enough. No, that's that. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, they're they're. I mean, as much as I kid with Justin, he he's a great guy, and I know I know so many of you. We got to meet Chris Tarr this summer. Uh, and he's he's an awesome legend. Guy. Oh, he's he's a he's a he's a trip. I, I love that guy. I love that guy. Legend. Yeah. But I'm smoking the Sancho Panzer. Uh, I got this from Justin. No, I didn't get this from Justin. Aaron, you didn't get this from Justin, right? No, we got this from Victoria. So that's yes. because yeah, Justin never gives us anything. Justin never he gives promises us that he's gonna. He us promises us delivers. stuff, Mara, and we never get king of empty promises. Right? Yeah. Oh uh, no. <laughs> is that is that what I'm getting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do I have to have a talk with them? Yes. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, we, yeah. we know. No, it's we have Chris's okay. number now. We don't need to. We're right, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He's the he's the king of so excuses. Quickly, the table. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. So, um, um, back to the Room 101 side of the house. Um, the theme I noticed this year, Matt, at the trade show for Room 101 was Nicaragua. And several yeah, Nicaragua. Nicaragua was the theme. You had, uh, mm-hmm. I want to say, three Nicaraguan releases this year at the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we, you know, that's that's a component of our portfolio that yep. that I wanted to expand with. Right. You know, it need it it needed it. You know, we needed it, and uh, so I said, "Fuck it, I did it." There you go, done. Yeah. yeah no, I think I was uh, excited to see the uh, all three of them. I mean, big payback has really come back nicely for you, uh, and there's been some. Re- I mean, that Maduro is fantastic that came under that line, and and I'm looking forward to the the Nicaragua as well. Awesome. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's killer. Yep. And then the 13th uh, went pink. Stinky pinky. Stinky pink. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, is the anniversary. I mean, is, is it too early to say is the anniversary series going to continue? Uh, yeah, man. Every year. Okay. Because it's kind of been something to look forward to every year. I mean, it really has been. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my my vision is that Namakubi will become our holiday release every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And anniversary will be yeah. a, a mid-year celebration yeah. of, uh, you know, another year of ruining our lives yeah. in the cigar business. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, great job with the whole support to keep memory alive, too, uh, with that release. Uh, Thank you, man. So, yeah, that, that's an uh, important charity um, is what I'll say. So I think that was a great tie-in you did with that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so, you. Uh, very excited there. Okay. Um I think I got one more piece here. So Matt, the, you, you went to the trade show this year. We could say some support yes. that, you know, maybe it was a little Trojan horse and some of the STG people were in there. Um, Stealth penetration. Ste- yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and the funny thing, Matt, they were all sitting around and you're the, you're the one doing all the work. I got to say that. <laughs> Ain't that some shit. Bro. Well, like I you, saw, you saw it, bro. You I said, saw that. Right? I saw it. I said, Justin, Damn. can you get the guy a cup of coffee here? He's working his head off. <laughs> and he probably said something like, oh, no, no, I'm too busy frolicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we noticed it. We noticed he just working at the booth. We, we noticed he was yeah, working yeah. at the booth. <laughs> can you get- I can't I can't do it any other way, man. You know, <laughs> exactly. Talk to my folks. Yeah. But I guess the plan going forward, Matt, is. Room 101 is going to do what STG does with the show, right? I mean, so it's, it's pretty much at this point that that's what I would say that that's a fair assumption. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, you never, you never know, but, yeah. but I would say that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, I hope, I hope something changes with that because you will be missed. Uh, I can't believe you know, I man, a show without you. I, I can't either, man. I mean, I haven't missed one in the, in, you know, the Ever. entire time I've been in the yeah. business. Yeah. I might just come, you know, it would be fun though. What? Is if if we don't show there, I'll just come and harass everyone. I'll be that good too. I'll interview people with you. Yeah. You, you you have a spot on the coop team. Yeah, we'll, we'll give you special like, assignment. You'll be see. You know, it'll be funny because it'll be you know it'll be like oh who the fuck is this guy blah 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 blah. It'll be nice. I'll make the conversation super spicy too. <laughs> I, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. You can't have a Matt tobacco by the way if you're on. Just you know. <laughs> What? No, what Matt Tobacco. We don't want Matt Tobacco poaching you for this job here. You know, we want you for this special correspondence. I, well, I mean, whatever you want to do, bro. Yeah, I'm just in for the good times. Yeah. Well, so whoever's got the camera, 
maybe some yep. snacks like snacks. freelance media compound yeah. yeah 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 man i mean uh we'll make sure you have coffee unlike justin um yeah. you know things like that Fuck, we'll make sure man. i'm in <laughs> i'm in uh, that's good that's good uh but man i think it's like i said uh it's great i'm, I'm excited for what uh 2023 is gonna bring i think it, it's uh i think your fans certainly should be excited this is a like you mentioned uh Good thing. And Matt, you know, there was a really, I think it was very positive when you went over. Uh, I think people were very genuinely happy for you. It wasn't like, hey, Matt sold out. I didn't really see much of that. It was more on the positive. And I think that was a good thing. Look, dude, I had, I've built a lot of tremendously authentic friendships yeah. in this business Yeah. over the years. And, you know, I was met with a lot of hugs. And a lot of these guys know what, what we've been through. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, it's been a long road. It's been a long road, man. And, and we still have a great deal of road in front of us, you know, yeah. and I'm grateful for that. Yeah. But I think that a lot of my, my true, true friends um, were very happy for the brand, for myself and my family. Um, you know, the fact that we found a home with these guys is, is tremendous for, for all of us. You know, yeah. so um, that's real. Yeah. The fucking American dream, man. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Aaron, you got anything else on, on Room 1 on STG for Matt? No. Okay. Coop, show yeah, me your dick. We got more stuff <laughs> for you, Matt. We're not done yet. Just show. No, we're not, we're just come done. on. Don't no, stop fucking, no, no, stop we'll get, fucking we'll get, around. I'm we tired will, of this. Just, we, we have to keep okay, Matt. Okay, we will get so. taken off. We will get have taken I, off of, oh, of, of, of the, the platform. Aaron, can't did, I, that. did I just? Oh, my God. I'm, look <laughs> at me. Where are my manners? Yeah. Coop, please show me your dick. Matt. Okay, no, no, that's not Matt, right. no. Matt. Damn it, no. Matt. Let's come on, Matt. I get to. Oh, you're gonna t- now. Okay, just settle I, down. You're pat- you're like it's like you're patting my head right now. What you're doing? We just had a very deep, introspective conversation, and I want to take want, things to the wanna, next level. We want to keep our shows on our platforms, though. We can't do that. I got something for your platform. <laughs> All right, I got I got our cattle baron steak question of the night for you, Matt. Oh, what's related, up with that? This is really the that steak. That sounds bossy. This is related to steak, right? Okay. And I want to know what is Matt Boo's favorite steakhouse. Okay, so check this out. Yeah, this is an interesting question, right? Because I have eaten at, at many steakhouses. I've had right. I've had the luxury, right? Uh, you know, uh, of having. Uh, a good uh, a good spread of fine steaks in my day. It's something that I do enjoy, and you know I can't really say that there's any specific chain that at one point has not also disappointed. Sure, consistency is an issue here. Okay, so I think individual experience should be the focus. You know, because there are people that are adamant that one chain is better than another, and and it just seems like if you go to any of them. Even, I mean, you don't have to go, you know, you don't have to be like one of the fancy pants that goes to, to Mastro's every Friday on, on PCH or some shit like that. I mean, if you go someplace three, four times, you're going to have a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Right. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I will say far more important and near and dear to my heart than steakhouses. It's that goddamn beef rib. God mm. damn it, Coop. Wow, that fucking yeah, oh, beef rib. Oh, I'm in there. Oh, it ain't even on the menu. They weigh it and they're like, it's this much. And you're like, yep. oh, that's, a, that's meat. Yeah. And 
but you'll pay that money for that rib. That's yeah. what I want. So I want that fucking beef rib. Absolutely. Good. That's a good yeah. job, Matt. Good job. That's what I want. Beef Because that beef rib, wherever I've gone, as long as it's a legit spot. Okay? Yeah. You yeah. can't order some shit like that. It's like getting gas station sushi. Right. You know, unless you're looking for a specific effect that is not what most people would be seeking out. But if like you're, you know, a, a self abuser or something, and it's, you know, one thirty in the morning, you know, I mean, you're going to pile on the gas station suit. I mean, you might as well go to the fucking grocery store and eat a couple raw chicken cutlets or something. Yeah. <laughs> I do about the same thing. Right. To you, you know? Yeah. Um, but as long as you don't fuck up and go to some inferior place that is misrepresenting the, the idea that they offer you, the authentic beef rib, I think you'll be very pleased with that choice wherever you pr- procure it from. Well, you get that authentic beef rib. Yeah. And it's, I, I, that's a really good one because that's a tough, I've had trouble getting that authentic beef rib. You got to go, you got to go to Blacks, man, yeah. or one of those spots outside of Austin. What I mean, everybody knows that, I mean, Style Switch has a killer beef rib. Yeah. Blacks has a killer beef rib. Yeah. Um, fuck what, there are a couple other ones. I mean, there are guys in the audience right now. It's fucking not that. It's Sam's mm-hmm. fucking whatever shack. That's the one. Well, yeah, yeah, that one too. That one too. Yeah. They're all fucking delicious. I want them all. That's all I got. All it's right. Beef they, they I go. like beef rib. Yeah. So, so Aaron, to keep to keep Matt, I want to keep Matt on like the timetable. We said we would. Yep. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go right into Live True. And we'll we'll come back to the sponsor read. Sounds that. good. Yep. So can I um, read the sponsors a second time? Th- th- I'm deliberately skipping them. If you know, <laughs> I'm going to put them right here. I'm only going to read one. All right. You can do the Alec Bradley one. Yeah. You want to, you want to do the Alec Bradley one? Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah, what yeah, I need yeah. you to do. Here's what I'll repeat okay. after me. Okay. Okay. Alec Bradley. Alan Rubin is a fucking legend and you should <laughs> buy his cigars because they are tantalizing. They are made with care they are made and curated and composed thoughtfully and intentionally. And if you don't buy Alan Rubin's cigars, you are allergic to the good times. Wow. I'm going to keep that in there, Matt. That was a a great read. You know, Matt, I got to give you credit. You You introduced me to that coil petite Lancero. Yeah, man. And people know I'm not a Lancero guy. What a cigar. I remember we were up at JR yeah. and you was like, you got to try this cigar. And you bought me, he buys me one. And I'm telling you, that's, and I'm not the Lancero guy. People tell you that petite Lancero was amazing. Look, dude, I don't give a fuck who makes it. It's just yeah. like the beef rib. Yeah. Yep. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Yep. And I like it, you yep. know, and I get excited when I find cigars that I like. And that's, you know, it's just part of what we do, right? Yeah. As yeah. cigar smokers, you want to share that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, not, not that, not that you know, you don't smoke uh, Alan's product, but I, I, if I was that enthusiastic to share it with you, I probably thought like, well, he might not actually try this, or this might not have been yeah. something he's already tried, right? Yeah. I had tried it, but I hadn't tried the Lancero, and I, and the Lancero was was and by the shit was different. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I always tell Aaron he mm-hmm. smokes the wrong size. That's yes. why he hates everything. <laughs> Damn it, Aaron. But, uh, but no, uh, all right. So we got Matt. So in this live true segment, we have eight questions, Matt, that have been 
specifically curate eight. eight for you. Okay. All right. Okay, some, of be, some of them we already hit, so we, we could we could go a little quicker with that. But they're eight. Matt Tobacco. No. No, that's not an answer. Okay. That's sorry. not an answer. Uh, that is not an answer. All right. So let's let's go to Justin Andrews to start off with. I want to know what's it really like hanging out with Justin Andrews. What it gives like the edge of a fucking lightning bolt. Is he? It's like, fucking exhilarating. It is exhilarating. It's exhilarating. You have no concept. Just the amount of raw pheromone-based energy that's just, just rattling off that guy at any given time. It's, yeah. it's like uh, you know, it's without comprehension. Yeah. Were, were you familiar with Justin? It's like touching the fucking surface of the sun. <laughs> Red hot. Were you familiar with Justin when he was like with Lou Rodriguez cigars at all? Yeah, man. I met Justin stuff. my first good year stuff. in the business. Yeah. 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 We've known each other the entire time. Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exhilar- I haven't had that exhilarating experience because every time we try to get together with Justin, it's an excuse he has to do something else. So we haven't had that experience yet, just so you know. Well, I mean, he's a also a tantric masturbator and you know like if if he's with you he's not doing that and he's probably thinking about going somewhere to do that i mean i think i don't want to you know I, you know we don't want to assume but i i would just you know people have their hobbies and shit you know all right okay all right, all right. Well, we're going to ask you an inside question on D- Justin Andrews because we want to know the answer. What is Justin Andrews? I just gave you it's, that's inside info. Oh, no? Okay, a second. We're going to ask a second one then. Okay. Where does Justin Andrews keep his free cigar samples? Because we like to know. I'm sorry. Did did you say free? I'm sorry. You said the what was that? Free what, cigar. Uh, the, free, yeah, free cigar samples. Where does Justin is that like keep a them? is that like a Latin term? Are you what's the what is what's the inflection on that again? It was like, what is that? That means cigar it, samples that are given out at no cost to the person receiving but, them. <laughs> like oh, oh, like if I got something that was free, like yeah. if I got it and I didn't have to yeah, oh, I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, where yeah. does he keep them? What was the question? Got, where, where does Justin keep those cigars? Because it's what? in a different place every time we ask him. Like we were told it was in his rental car and we were told it was at his rental house. We were told it was in the office. You know, where does Justin keep these samples is what we want to know. They actually buy uh, shipping cartons from White Castle and they're stored (laughs) in underground bunkers um, uh, just uh, along the Syrian border, actually. Yeah. 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 All right. Enough of Justin. We've picked on him enough. So turning back to your jewelry business. I, I said very nice things about him. You, yeah, we, you didn't, were... we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> he, that's a, I, I, I mercilessly, we mercilessly. Fuzzy was just getting a lot of, a lot of pub on this show. Fuzzy was he. Lo- is, lo- is that what you guys call him? He has been known by several names in the course of his, uh, throughout the course of his Fuzzy, career. That may or may he? not be one of them. Okay. I like that. I'm going to start or using that name. Fuzzadelic. Fuzzadelic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job, Matt. That's good job. All right. I try. I try, right. I try to do things. All right. All right. The jewelry business. You you have been the jeweler to Shit's a lot of tight. Ce- Yeah. You've been a jeweler who, to a lot of celebrities. Who are some celebrities that have like worn your jewelry? Um, 
man, over the years, yeah. uh, a, good, a good spread of people, man. Um, uh, the guys like Buster Rhymes and Charlie Hunnam and, and uh, Guy Fieri. Uh, yep, that's right. Uh, Slash. Uh, I, I remember Slash. I remember Slash, the yeah, vocal. Yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. So a whole bunch of people, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty cool. But I, I actually, you know, and, and that's cool. It is validating. I'm not going to lie. And, mm-hmm. and we're proud of all of the... Yep our known associates that are affiliated with our brand. I'm far more stoked that, you know, that Matt Cray wears a shitload of our jewelry, you know, and, and Frank Pauly from Youngstown. And, yeah. you know, the, I, the list could go on, you know, these guys that, that invest, you know, their hard earned money in, in, yeah. uh, into our products and rep and rep proudly, man. Yeah. Shit makes me feel special. Uh, should, you should. I mean, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I'm honored. Right. I got a couple of food questions for you. More. Okay. We're bouncing around a little bit. I'm trying we're to bouncing around. Trying, we're to, bouncing. trying to keep up with you, Coop. I know. I'm trying we're, to keep we're, up. It's rapid fire here, but we're, we're making good okay. Um, I probably should put these at the beginning, but all right. What's the f- kind of food you won't eat? That I won't eat. That you won't touch. Like, get it away from me. I don't want to touch it. All right. Well, look, man. I mean, I'm not down with buffalo sauce. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. The super orange. I had an incident at the Saddleback Ranch on Sunset Boulevard, you know, or as a byproduct of being there. And I just kind of, it's really affected my ability to connect with that type of sauce action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not really, I'm not really with it. Fuck that Buffalo shit. Okay. Fair enough. You're entitled to that opinion. Let's talk about salad days. Let's talk about salad days, Coop. All right. And kind of an off. Isn't it a delightful term? It, It is a delightful term. I love weaving it into conversation. <laughs> I just to. used it the other day. I was very stoked. Yes, uh, you did. You did. Uh, it is, I would say it's part of, um, you know, and Aaron, do you know what salad days are? I'm not familiar with that. Okay. It's, it's basically kind of. It's not about salad tossing. It's different. No, it's, it's kind of the pleasure of use kind of. It's related yeah. to, I guess. It's the, the what? It's like the infancy. Like if you started a new project and you were in the first, you know, yeah, oh, kind of like know. the first course of the right. yeah it's, the fr- yeah I gotcha okay salad days of you re- you re- you can reminisce on the salad days kind of the, I gotcha yeah. okay all right when everything was light and yeah. light and yeah. nice yeah okay but yeah. But, but Matt it, it isn't related to salad right but I want to know what you toss in your salad <laughs> I fucking love this They're this is dilly. such a this spicy, like, this is like Spider-Man becoming Venom. Uh, this is Coop, right? Spicy Coop? Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to know what you toss in your salad. What I toss in my salad. What do you it's toss like, in? It, it, yeah. it's, like, it's like my son my, my son saying poop in your butthole. You know, what I toss in my salad? What do you well, toss in your Well, Coop, what, what do I toss in my salad, Coop? What do I toss in my salad? Yeah. What do you A marvelous assortment of nonsensical moments that comprise the good times. Good answer. Okay. I mean, okay. decent at least. Fucking I'm happy with the an- I'm happy with the answer. Yeah. Okay. No, no, good job. I'll say it's a good job. Show me one of your nipples. Next question. Just do it. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Next question. 
bullshit. We kind of hit on this one a little, but okay. Huh. How often do you watch the Cigar Coop primetime show? The what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I said, yeah, good answer. Right. How often do you watch the Cigar Coop primetime show? Is that what it's called? Yes. The, <laughs> it's just, it's not yeah, just we, like we've only poop. done 241 episodes. They, they, there's your answer, guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. There you go. There's your answer. All right. I have one more question for you. Okay. I am so ready. All right. And this is kind of related to your backdrop. Okay. What planet besides Earth do you want to visit? Uranus. How did I know that was going to be the answer? You put it on a teacup. I know. I I was thinking maybe (laughs) Neptune or something like that. I know. I I thought it, but. Oh, no, I mean, that was the easiest question the, the entire <laughs> fucking night. Yeah, I served that one. Oh I, yeah. I, I mean, you don't you don't want to go to like Jupiter? Or one or I mean, Saturn's I'll go after Uranus. Uranus when I'm done visiting Uranus <laughs> and I am fully satiated from my visit yeah. to Uranus scoop. Then I might trundle about the universe yeah. and go elsewhere. There you go. There you go. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Hey, Matt, um, we're at the end. So yes. I want to thank you, first of all. We kept it. I told you we keep it under 90, and we did. Um, but really, thanks so much. I know we asked you last minute to come on, and we did want we, we love you. We wanted Boop. you here, and I want you to know that. You're, you're always welcome. Coop, I love you, man. And I greatly appreciate you having me on. Yeah. I hope that Matt Tobacco, Michael Herklotz, and John Huber are still enjoying your show. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, Aaron, thanks for putting up with me. Absolutely, man. I love, to, I love I, to have I, you on the show. We do. I love, we love being you. on the show. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. being on the show. Yeah. Um, and I, I know whatever I'll, it's called. Yeah. Oh, one last thing, Matt, just so huh. you know, um, I, you know, Justin last year was at pro cigar, right? Mm-hmm. Make sure Justin gets you. If you go to pro cigar and I don't know if they're going to take you or not, let's say they do. You know, man, I've sure. never been. Well, he should take you. Make sure he has a seat for you at the dinners because I didn't have a seat. Okay. Just so you know that I, there were no seats for me. That I had to go sit in the hinterland. So lucky, okay. lucky, lucky Carlito Fuente and Jose took care of me. But I, I would have been sitting uh, in Haiti otherwise. So <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I, I, Justin, how come you don't come see me? I'm like, there's no seating, Justin. Where's my seat? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Coop needs a fucking seat, man. Yeah. I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Jose and Carlito took care of me, by the way. So, yeah, they can tell. Nice. But, no, yeah, seriously, yeah, make sure they have a seat fee at the table. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. I, they, I mean, people don't usually take me to places like that because I can't fucking behave myself. You know, even even as I've matured, uh, as you know, I have. I, I still, like, you know, some places are just better sans booth. <laughs> no, nah, you'd be welcome there. I think you'd love it. I really do. Yeah, I dig it, man. I, I mean, it's about time, I guess. I probably should yeah. go, you know? Yeah, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be really cool to see you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, Matt. You have best to you and the family. Uh, we'll be talking down the road. Thank you so much for everything again. Yeah, thank you a lot, man. No, thank you guys, man. Greatly appreciate you. Love you. And congratulations uh, on everything. And oh, yeah. look forward to seeing you again. In yeah, person. we're really excited Thanks, for you. Man. Yeah, yeah that's, that's from the heart. Yeah. Thank you. Grateful, yeah. man. All right. Grateful. I'll see you soon. All right, right, have a great night. Take care.
All right. That is the one and only Matt Booth of uh, STG. Um, so what I'll do is I did uh, – thank God I didn't have to read ads when Matt was on again. Yeah. I had an excuse. But let me just kind of get a, a couple more of our sponsors in. Oh, I mentioned Tailored Smoke located in the heart of downtown Charlotte's epicenter and outside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in Concord, North Carolina. Tailored Smoke is your one-stop shop for a tailored smoking experience. And by JRE Tobacco. The authentic Corolla leaf is one of the most robust and flavorful tobacco leaves out there. During the golden age of cigars of Cuba, it was a leaf of choice to make some of the world's greatest cigars. Because it is one of the most challenging ones to cultivate, it fell out of favor by the 1990s. In the Hamas from Valley in Honduras, Julio Otto took on the challenge of growing Corolla from the original seeds. In 2000, he successfully reintroduced authentic Corolla back to the market. With over 50 years' experience in the tobacco business, from growing and curing tobacco to cigar production, the Jerry Tobacco Farm has been able to continue to deliver products to market with authentic Corolla. Now with Jerry Tobacco, Julio and the Santuso bring their very own brand to market, each containing the authentic Corojo leaf. You can get the Aladino line in a variety of different blends, including the latest release, the Aladino Classic. Uh, they represent the golden age of cigars from 1947 to 1961. They're available at your local retailer. Be sure to ask for Jerry Tobacco, a legacy that is tasted in every draw. And by Corona Cigar Company. At Corona Cigar Company, they take pride in the fact they are cigar fanatics just like you. That's why you will find the best selection of the rarest and finest premium cigars available anywhere in the world. Plus, they have special limited edition cigars available exclusively to Corona Cigar Company from famous international cigar makers like J.C. Newman, LFD, Drew Estate, Perdomo, and Oliva. They have the best customer service, the best cigar selection, and money-saving discount prices. But don't just take their word for it. Forbes Magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. Corona Cigar was voted a top five internet cigar retailer by Smoke Magazine. Cigar Ficionado wrote, Corona Cigar Company, the largest best stock cigar shops in America. You can place an order online at the Corona website or visit one of Corona's four central Florida cigar superstores and cigar bars and see for yourself why Corona Cigar Company is the ultimate cigar experience. So, Aaron, um, I actually forgot to put this in here, but I did have, the, I did have a Soprano segment. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty easy one tonight. Um, I picked tonight uh, Christopher, the screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought that this, in my opinion, was like, you know, each of the characters had these like little idiosyncrasies of things. Right. To me, I loved I loved this whole the whole thing of him wanting to be a writer. It just was like you didn't ex- when you first were introduced to this character, you would never have expected it. Right. He just didn't seem to have the mental capacity to do such a thing right yeah he didn't and he was absolutely probably terrible at it right too is is one thing that that uh you know he was just bad at it right um and um i always thought it was interesting because the relationship with adriana um it she always encouraged him to do it like she was always Mm -hmm. encouraging him to do that stuff and, um, you know, it was, you know, I, guess I always thought it was a, an interesting subplot with that. Um, but, you know, I think that comes to a head. There's a couple of things that come to a head. I mean, um, first is the, I guess the, um, I guess he's the, the guy who does, is it the writing class? Uh, it was an acting class. I acting thought, class. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a theater yeah. class. Yeah. It was a theater class where that guy just, you know, he ends up getting, uh, how can I put? He ends up getting under under Christopher's thumb with that. Yeah, I think it was like a it just hit, tapped into his emotional yeah 
thing with his, I think with his dad or something like that, that got him kind of flipping out. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, to me, he was, uh, you know, that was always interesting. And then, you know, obviously they eventually do, um, they do get a, um, he does get something out called Cleaver, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know how to put it, but, but Cleaver was like, I thought they were going to maybe do a spoof, like a real spoof off of it. Right. Like, I thought they were going to do a completely satire type of show off of that. Yeah. Uh, and, and they, they kind of did, and it kind of just went away. Yeah. Yeah. But and then I mean, he also had that time where he was kind of working with Favreau, right? He had come by the set and I was gonna he, bring uh, up the, was, yeah, giving some tips or some things or some uh some uh some lines to use in some of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love that I love that scene. I was gonna mention the Favreau one as well. Um and then you I actually just had another note here kind of related to that was I I thought maybe this and this just sums the Christopher character up. Lauren Bacall. Right. When he robs Lauren Bacall. Yeah. Right. Which I, I don't, I don't remember. Like that was just like, I never saw that one coming. You know, here's a guy, Lauren Bacall's up on a pedestal with him. He, he loves Lauren Bacall. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it's just as like, and, and I actually, I got to be honest. I didn't like what the writers did with that. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like how they, it kind of was, it really kind of, it kind of really made Christopher look real sleazy. And right. I don't think he was, I don't think that, I thought that was still very much out of character for him to rob Lauren Bacall. I, I could see him turning on the guy in the acting class. I, I, I can get that, right? Yeah. Lauren Bacall is someone he kind of looked at as a pet, on a pedestal. Yeah. And he mugs her. It's like, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and then there was also like a very intense scene at Tony's house where. Uh, Tony kind of confronted him about like where where his mind was at and things yes. like that, and then you know Christopher's kind of mouthing off and saying that he wanted to write a screenplay. Yeah, and that was that was it for Tony. He pretty much laid it down and says, "No, you need to decide. Right? Are you in this or are you in that?" Yeah, and then that was kind of the turning point. I think when it kind of wrapped like that kind of a thing wrapped up for Christopher, and then he had to go into something that was a little bit disjointed from kind of his yeah history that he was he wanted to write about yeah 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 um and then the other thing you know back to cleaver right there was a whole angle with uh carmine lupertosi little carmine his yeah. son was like involved somehow with, with like the financier right he, he was yeah. like the, so he i always said you know and i i kind of wondered if they were going to develop that right into like, well, Christopher is now working with the New York crew right now. And, yeah. And would this cause something with Tony? And it, it never, it never, like a lot of things on The Sopranos, I don't think they ever went down a certain road. And and they definitely didn't do that one. Yeah. And I, had a, I think with Car- Little Carmine, it wasn't that big of a deal because it was like Little Carmine wasn't all that important, you know, and he was kind of a dope. And so I think, I figured Tony just thought, like, you know, let him take him for his money to put this thing together if he wants. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dan, Dan brings up like Christopher Sleazy shoots the guy in the foot at the bakery. Yes, I do. But but I don't know. I always thought maybe Lauren Bacall was like one of his iconic heroines or whatever. Right, right. Like, why would you do that? Uh, um, but yeah, but I, I, I do. He's right. Yeah, that was a pretty. Uh, uh, but it was just a popping fresh guy at the bakery, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, um, and then really after Cleaver, they didn't do much with it. Like his writing yeah. after that, it was pretty right. much that was it. And and you know, the last two years, there really wasn't much as far as that went. Uh, he didn't mm-hmm. really go back and re-explore that again. Um, but a lot of people, don't, I don't know if a lot of people notice. I, I I'm sure you notice, but you know. Uh, Michael Imperioli is a, a, a screenwriter at heart. I mean, that's kind of right, it, was, right. it was really an extension of his character where he, uh, you know, he would write. He, he did a lot of wrote, he wrote a lot of other shows, too. Yeah, um, I think he wrote some episodes of The Sopranos. So, I mean, that's kind of where he came from. So I kind of like that part, how they extended the Imperioli character into into the Christopher character. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. What is this about me not reading? I don't read most of the comments during the show, guys. So I think they were just know. seeing that you were reading other stuff, but you're probably looking at notes I, on the Sopranos thing, not this. I just, you know what it is? I have a little window that comes up with comments with this uh, yeah. on Facebook. I, I do not read all the, the comments on here. So, yeah, that is true. But I happen to see Dan's comment. So, uh, so yeah, if I see your comment, um, definitely. Uh, yeah. Oh, Justin's on. Yeah, there's been a lot of comments from Justin. Is he pissed at me? No, I think okay. he's just uh, playing the game <laughs> yeah. in the same level that we are. You mean, yeah, those those samples can be shipped to us still. And, uh, uh, all right, anything else on Christopher uh, before we get to our last segment? No, I don't think so. All right, that's good. I mean, so, all right, that was our Soprano segment. So we're going to do one more uh, round of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the companies that didn't go to PCA this year and how we think maybe they did with the releases they came out with this summer. Right. All right. So um, want to mention uh, J.C. Newman Cigar Company, founded in 1895 by Julius Caesar Newman. J.C. Newman Cigar Company is the oldest family-owned premium cigar maker in America. For four generations and 127 years, J.C. Newman is handcrafting many of the world's finest cigars. J.C. Newman is headquartered in an iconic 112-year-old cigar factory in the Ybor City National Historic Landmark District in Tampa, Florida. At this factory known as Elver Hole, J.C. Newman grows premium cigars by hand and hand-operated antique cigar machines and produces the American line there. J.C. Newman... Penfield Factory is the second largest in Nicaragua. It's where Brickhouse, Pillar de Mar, El Batam, Quorum, and Yagua cigars are hand-rolled. J.C. Newman's Diamond Crown, Maximus, Julius Caesar, and Black Diamond cigars are handmade by Tobacco R. A. Fuente in the Dominican Republic. With its longtime partners, the Arturo Fuente family, the Newmans founded the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation, which supports low-income families in the Dominican Republic with education, health care, vocational training, and clean water. Visit jcnewman.com to learn more. And by Casa Cuevas Cigars. The Cuevas family has five generations of experience in cigar making. For many years, they have manufactured cigars for many industry leaders out of the Las Lavas factory in the Dominican Republic. Now, the Cuevas family has brought their very own brand to market with Casa Cuevas cigars. You can try the Casa Cuevas core line available in the Connecticut Abano and Maduro line, as well as the La Manderia and Patrimonial lines, and of course, the Cuevas Reserva line. If they don't carry it, be sure to ask your local retailer for Casa Cuevas cigars. Casa Cuevas cigars from our casa to yours. And we're going to get into our deliberation segment, uh, and it is sponsored by Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. And there's no deliberation when it comes to Dumbarton's track record since launching in 2015. This has included seven consecutive top three appearances on the half-wheel consensus, including number one cigar of the year in 2020 with the Mi Carita Tricky Traca. You can visit DTG Cigars to find a purveyor that carries the brands of Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. And fresh up on Coop tonight, 
is my first Stillwell Star review. Which one did you do? Aromatic number one. Okay, so we started with as well. Oh, uh, that's right. I'm kind of starting with that. Um, and uh, it got a decent score. It got an 88. I'm probably gonna get hate mail over, it, but it got an 88. I, I, I actually, I actually probably enjoyed that cigar more than most other people did. I know not everyone was high on that cigar. So we'll see. But yeah, that is up on Cigar Coop right now. So you can send your hate mail to me. <laughs> Did you see the soccer post today? The one about uh, the drive <laughs> and all that stuff? God, yeah. I, the woe is me. Like, I, you, yeah. I, you, you, you book a flight to Zurich and you have to drive <laughs> 700 kilometers, like, uh, like 350 to 400 miles. Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you, you could have just put a GoFundMe and people would have got you to private jet to Dortmund. Right. So. <laughs> All right. So, so, Aaron, you know, the last few weeks on Coop, I've been covering some of the companies that didn't that, that came out with releases over the summer and uh, just kind of looking at there's about there, there's not a ton of them. Right. That didn't right. exhibit at the tra- but companies that didn't exhibit at the trade show came out with releases over the summer. Yeah. Um, and I thought we could just we could just kind of rapid fire, go through a few of these if you have some thoughts in terms of how they did tonight. Sure. Um, and I can kind of coach you through some of the releases if you're not familiar with them. Oh, I'm I'm very familiar with them all. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's one actually. I'm I'm a little I haven't wrote, so I'm probably less familiar with. So you maybe I'll help me out with that one. All right. But let's start out with Hoya de Nicaragua this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I a little bit. I thought it was a quieter year for Hoya de Nicaragua. Very quiet year. Um, they had a couple of line extensions, uh, and both were Connecticut Shade cigars, and both were connoisseur sizes. Yeah, they had the Latache, which right. is the Corona size of the numero uno, and they had the Lonsdale size of Antonio CT. So, yeah. Um, were you excited about these releases or no? Um, yeah, I, I like both of those lines. Um, I'm always interested in new Tola. I think yeah. Moya seems to do very well with that kind of a formula. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's fine. I mean, with that, with it being quite a bit of a quieter release year for them, I think not being at the trade show probably wasn't a big uh, miss for them yeah um, so it didn't concern me too much that they weren't attending um i understand their situation with um kind of being partners with jewish state yeah. and jewish state not being there so i understand all that and i don't i don't think it really hurt them with you know the level of releases that they had for the year um i agree with you on that 100 percent um actually i uh that latache was actually the most intriguing size of the uh numero uno to me and that was one that was released um it was a store exclusive in Chicago for up down. And I guess they made it national. I have now I happen to have, I did get a chance to try that cigar. Uh, and I thought it was a great size. Um, the Antonio Connecticut Lonsdale, Lonsdale's kind of had a little bit of a resurgence this year. So I think it's a mm-hmm. good year to come out with it. And I think Hoya, if you're going to have a quieter year, if they go next year would be 55th. If they do something for the 55th, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Knowing them, they're big on anniversaries. I could see them doing the 55th. Yeah. Doing something for the 55th. Maybe not as much as like Cinco de Cadas, but yeah. I could see them doing something around the 50th next 55th next year. So yeah. take a year back and have a couple of things just to keep. And the other thing that they came out with, uh, Aaron, was, you know, I thought this was interesting is they came out with the um they came out with their own preferred retailer program called Club de Amigos. Right. So these cigars. Instead of, I don't think you have to be Drew Diplomat retailers. I think in this case, it's you got to be Hoya preferred retailers to get yeah. these. 
In the past, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the other stuff was offered to Drew. I think this was a good move for them as well. Yeah, um, I agree. Again, for a limited production cigar, you know, you, you give it to your top retailer. So I, I, I get that. Yep. Yep. All right. Um, Viaje. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a different model, uh, you know, and trade show is, you know, for, you know, seeing retailers and maybe opening new accounts and things like that. I think he probably has the accounts he needs based on the volume of what he produces and things like that. Um, you know, he's a, br- he's a brand that comes out uh, with a lot of releases. I would kind of, I'm not comparing these two companies. The only thing I'm comparing right. is kind of their release quantity. Yeah. Uh, I would say with Tatuaje, uh, a lot of releases uh, through the year. Um, and, you know, they get shipped out to the retailers that they have and things like that. And I, you know, I don't know what the volume is that they produce for each one, but um, it seems like they, you know, they keep rolling out and people keep buying them. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think he necessarily needs to go to the trade show at this point. He may, you know, maybe he pops in every two or three years and that's kind of sufficient for him yeah. for what he, what he's trying to do. So I don't think it's a big miss, but I mean, he does have a, a lot of releases this year. Yeah, I don't think he missed any of the trade. I miss him personally at the trade show. I've yeah, always had yeah. some great one-on-one conversations with him. Uh, and I haven't, I feel like I haven't seen him in three. I mean, we had him on the show a couple of years ago, but I yeah. feel like I haven't really talked to him much uh, lately. Um, and I, you know, he's got the 15th anniversary set, um, which is like a three blend set. Like, and, you know, all the, the problem, a lot of his stuff is very much shrouded in mystery. Um so it's, it's mystery, you know, you just don't know what you're getting a lot of times. Yeah. So yeah, I think that works with a small batch model like he, he has. Um, but, you know, if he, sometimes when he goes to the trade show, he does exhibit something. So I think mm-hmm. he would have either exhibited the 15th anniversary of the Gaisha. Right. Um, he just put a little more effort into marketing those releases, at least this year. And then he just announced that the Pina is coming back. Yeah. Which is. I thought that was interesting because he's going back to Ernesto. Uh, he kind of, it seemed like he had left the Dominican Republic for a while with releases. Um, and so the Pena is making a comeback. So that, that's the other one. But yeah, I mean, you know, Andre, like I said, he doesn't even take orders. I don't think at the trade show in most cases. Right. I think that's, you know, he'll open up an account and then you're kind of like a subscription type account there. Yes. Yeah. All right. All to this USA. And again, if I look at the summer months, in fact, if I look at this year, this was a much quieter year for all yes. this than I've seen in a while. Uh, a lot of, I mean, I would say a lot, but yeah, a, a fair number of just line extensions, right? Um, there were some new releases and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but for the summer months, it was very small. Um, I mean, like you have the Omar Ortez stuff. Um, yeah. So like the, I, I don't know if you even call it a big release, but the, you know, the Reserva Real Twisted um it's just kind of a playoff in a, an existing line right not, yeah. not really a, a new a new brand or anything like that but um you know they did have like kind of a halo project in that kind of bed of roses um that would have yeah. been something that would have been like a showpiece to show off at the trade show right um uh, but that was er- you know that was earlier in the year so yeah um and then they had the I, h upman nicaragua the new h upman nicaragua yeah. came out yeah yeah so um, yeah, like you said, quieter year for them. So, um, yeah, I'll tell you one, one brand you haven't heard anything from out of them this year. And this is very unusual. And I don't, it's, it's still three, four months ago, but, um, Monte Cristo. They're yeah. I mean, they just had the, they had the line extension for the 1935. 
Yeah, that, that's um, pretty much it. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. Yeah, not much. They did this. Was it the sixty they did? Uh, no, they did the exclusivo, which was that four and a half by fifty-two. Oh, my, right, right, correct. My mistake. Yes, yeah. correct. Then, yeah. Um, at the same time, I oh, I they think... did the sixty, but it was like in May. It was in May. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was a sixty that came out. Yeah, but, yeah, special. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't want. I mean, I think Altidus has been on a pretty. They've done a lot over the past three years. Yep. So for them to kind of take a little bit of a breather, I, I don't really have much of a problem of it either. Um, but it was a but noteworthy. It was probably a very quiet year for Altidus. It's probably the quietest year I remember on the Altidus in many years. And I don't know if that's a product of maybe there's some stuff going on with the new ownership, or it's just I know that they opened up the new factory and the DR, so maybe that I'm sure there's a lot of different things playing into that. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I wouldn't give up hope. I think there's more to come for sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, this just shipped to this uh, this next company. They just shipped their release. Uh, AJ Fernandez. Yeah, Dorado, New World Dorado. They hadn't done a release in three years. A new, yeah. new line in three years. Yeah. Uh, that's 2019. That was a long time for them. Right. So, um, I thought they did. A, I thought it was a little unusual what they did. Is they they really announced Dorado right in the middle of the trade show. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if it was a deliberate move or not. It seemed to get a little lost. Um, that announcement. Um, but nonetheless, I think they've done a good job at marketing that thing the last couple of months leading up to the, and now it's just started to hit the stores right now. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a weird spot. Like it's just, you know, AJ produces so much for other people that I think his own brand does get lost, you know? Um, yeah, so. I think it does. Um, I think new world is, be, is really the, you know, if you look at, what he has in the portfolio new world's probably the the main anchor right now for mm-hmm. sure i mean it used to be san latano years ago but i would say now it's new world yeah so uh i mean i want to smoke that cigar so we'll see what happens yep. Yep. with that yep so um so one could say it was quiet but on the other hand they haven't done they've done a couple of line extensions here at Edipet, but really there's been no re- release since ds de gloria right all right all right so we we're just talking about this a bit um general cigar yeah. Um, I mean, big, big year for them in it, regards to releases. It was big year. So, I mean, this, there was like five releases this summer, but they've, they've been, they've been pounding releases out all year. Yeah. So it's, there's nothing really to, um, they just, the summer months, I, I, I mean, I had for the summer months, they did Sancho Panza, the Illusione of Excalibur, the new uh, Macanudo Jamal, yeah. new uh, M by Macanudos, and the controversial BX3. Right. Um, but there's been other releases they've been doing all year round. So right. um, that's, I mean, there was a point where the first half of the year, it seemed like there was a new general release like every week. Right. Um, so, um, I mean, we should also mention the, the new Warzone Rabito. Has yep. shipped uh, recently too. That was kind of I have it after the summer. Um, there was also a uh, the punch punch had some releases. They had that People's Champ, right? Uh, that came out. Um, then you know the other one that was I never got. I wanted to get my hands on this cigar. Right, it was early in the year. Was that CAO with the Canadian Tobacco? The Bur- the Bur- the Burgess. The Borealis? Borealis. Borealis. Did, yep. did I want did Surgeon ever get it? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I actually wanted to try that one. 
Um, so uh, there was a, the new Pilon came out. Uh, so there was a yeah. lot. The Cohe- the new Serie M, Corona Gorda came out for Cohiba. So I think they were a busy, a definite busy year for sure, as right. far as that went. Um, and I think Ford's equally had a, a uh, oh, quite yeah. a busy year. Um, you know, we were talking about this a little. Um, Bear and I were talking a little about this. This this um, they just came out with that flavor line, the right. FLVR. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that? Like, like, uh, I think it's a very interesting flavors that they have for these cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke them because I'm curious just to see what the delivery of the flavor is. How, right. you know, uh, you know, is it just a, you know, pre-lit aroma that you can't get when you smoke it or yep. is it prevalent in the smoking? So I'm, I'm interested in that, um, just to see. Um, but, uh, I think it's kind of a cool concept. Yep. No, I think so and, too. And the Corona size is a good size to do it in. You know, I think my gripe against Sokka's uh, stuff with the uh, pipe tobacco is the size of the cigar is just, that's too big. I, you know, reviewing the aromatic of this past week, I actually had that impression too. I would like to see that in a smaller size. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm real, I think it would have actually performed better in the smaller size. Right. Um, that's just my opinion on that. Uh, before that other stuff, La Gloria had uh, the Serie S, and yeah. they did their um, the La Gloria Society cigar. Yep. I think it was. Yep. Yep. Um, Diesel, they took their TAA cigar from last year, the Disciple. Right. Came out with a Lancero. We mentioned the the LSD release, uh, and of course, Room One One's got all their new releases. We talked about. And Ford's was very busy uh, this summer. Yeah. Um. Ford's was extremely busy. So I think they had a good, I think they had a good summer. Um, I think they actually Ford's uh, was one of my big winners. Mm-hmm. I think they, their portfolio became a lot more interesting since Memorial day. And right. like, if you're a Ford's rep now, I'm carrying the room one-on-one stuff. Uh, I, I'm very, I really want to try that little glorious Serie S, which is the Mexican rapper one. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think they in, immediately got better. So yeah. I, I always I was happy with that. Uh, we talked to this. We talked a few weeks ago to um, uh, Jared McKelly from uh, Favilli Cigars. I thought Favilli's had a great summer. Uh, I, I'm excited about the releases that they've got coming out. Yeah, I'm excited about them as well, but I'm not excited about the, um, I guess, lack of distribution of the cigars. Um, and I saw they were being sold direct to consumer. It yeah. Was, yeah. So I'm not really sure how to get them unless you go through them. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what they need. I mean, I think the mistake they made, um, and I love how they're restructuring the whole portfolio, by the way. Yeah. But I think they need desperately to get the distribution going. And I think they, and probably I should have said this to Jerry when he was in the interview, they really needed to be at the trade show. I think the, they, they could have shown this stuff off and, you know, I, I just, think they need to get their distribution infrastructure in place. Yeah. I, that's why they weren't there. Yeah. Uh, because the, the stuff looks, I, I actually did smoke um, two of the Granada cigars right now. And they're really mm. good. They're, they're, yeah. I don't, they took a step up. I smoked the Maduro in the Connecticut and I liked them both. Um, right. I've been avoiding the other one. Cause I'm not a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of the original tier of Vulcan. Right. Um, company. It's really quiet. Davidoff. Yes. Um, the only thing they released during the summer was Zeno. 
the Zeno stuff. That was it. Yeah, and that just came out. Yeah, that just shipped. Yeah. The 6x60 Zeno. I mean, there was some cigarettes from Europe. And if you want to count Ferriotego, right. they have the new Ferriotego stuff, but I kind of look at that as separate still. Yeah. But there was not there was no Davidoff, there was no Camacho, and there was no Avo during the summer months, which I thought was and I don't think they've done much with those lines. Well, the Camacho they came out with the earlier Maduro Toro, but that was I I really didn't know that that was new until we had um you're right. I didn't until we had Eddie on the show. They didn't make a deal about that. That yeah, it was no there was no deal about it. Right. I missed that in my article. In fact, I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 So so yeah, I thought that was a little bit of I think. And I think they maybe missed an opportunity with that one because Triple Maduro is certainly a line that they could have re- put a little more energy back into. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I think this company's done a lot. I mean, in the last we just put up both of us probably had some news today on this. Uh, Caffey cigars, Caffey 1901. Right. Uh, um, they, they're moving all the stuff to the DR. They've redone the core line. And then I really wasn't, I got to be honest with you, I, I wasn't all familiar with this other line, uh, the Liga de, de la Casa. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say I hadn't heard of it, but I just, I hadn't seen it anywhere. Like, it, right. it, 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 that was a, originally it was a, a mixed filler cigar. Now it's a long filler cigar at a value price. I just never heard it talked about. Yeah, I had not heard about it before this either. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was good. He gave a little attention to that. Um, you know, and I, I, by the way, I also thought that was a, a smart move by him uh, promoting this cigar because in an age where we're seeing, you know, $15 cigars, um, if you come out with, a, if those cigars are any good, 4 to $5, out of, and I have no reason to believe they won't at a lot of Aurora for that price. You know, that, that could be a good move for him. Right. Yeah. Drew Estate. Yeah. You got uh, Nika Rustica mm-hmm. uh, Adobe. Yep. Um, but I think the big story, and of course, there's another mystery cigar we're going to know about yep. later this month. But I think the big story was the Liga Pravada this year. That, you know, they basically, the H99 and the Anniversario became regular production. They've put a couple, they put some line extensions onto each of those. So, um, by the way, I still can't get anniversaries. I, I've yeah. still been trying, I still can't get them, even though they say never. Have I have not, have you been, able to, I've never smoked the original anniversario. No, I never, I, I never have either. So, if these are ongoing production, I, I, I found them for one place for $35. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> I was gonna call Joe, but he's obviously I can't call Joe anymore to get those. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen them, but the, the, again, that's the story that they, they've moved into regular production with them um there was there was also the the new tobacco inner tobacco uh tobacco special release that came out yeah um but you know george states definitely put a lot into the the freestyle program mm-hmm. um and i think that what they've done interesting and it's gonna be curious to see if they come back to the trade show you know they used to market everything into the retail sector right they do you know they do their press releases around the trade show, which is the idea is that's to get the retailers engaged. But now they're doing things, I think, through the consumer channels, through barn smokers and, and the freestyle live broadcasts, where they're kind of penetrating into that segment right now. 
Right. I would agree. And, and here's what I thought, and this is a question I have for you. I don't think the Freestyle Live program would have ever worked if you brought that into the trade show with these mystery kits and said, hey, retailers, sell these yeah. things. Right, it right, would have right. failed. Like, it's, it's succeeding because Drew State's doing the direct engagement on that. Yep. Yeah. So did you smoke your Freestyle Live ones yet? I did not. Okay. We'll, we'll hold thoughts off of that. Um, all right. The next one was Warped. Did Warp Warp did like one release? I saw. I don't know if they had one or two releases, but the only thing I saw is they were bringing back an El Oso uh, in a new size. Uh, they had that. Um, they had nicotine at the very beginning of the year. Yes, that's uh, true. Had Eagles Descent in May. Right, that was the one they that never are came supposed out. to have. Uh, the Devil's Hands. That's the at other some one. Point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they've been pretty quiet. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, they did, you know they launched the consultancy program or whatever. Yeah, and uh, who who was using that program? Someone I thought was making use of it. Yeah, I, somebody had mentioned it. I don't remember who though. Yeah, I don't remember who either. But it was uh, it wasn't German engineered, was it? I don't think so. No, I mean they're using Claudio. I just wonder if they were using it. I don't know. And the last one I have, Aaron, mm-hmm. Mirafell cigar. Yes. Uh, and these are these like, I mean, these are these ultra, ultra premium cigars that are going to be like very high price points. Yeah. Uh, they haven't shipped yet. I, I spoke to Reinhardt yesterday. The like, so they're doing these like really ultra premium cigars in terms of packaging. Uber luxury. Uber the luxury, right. they're calling it. Not ultra premium, <laughs> uber luxury, right? Um, and I, I did ask Reinhardt yesterday, I spoke to him on the phone, um, is, you know, has the Richard, the Richard hasn't shipped, They but they announced the Mayer yesterday. Yeah. So um, I think the other one is the uh, the Heller and the Ernest, or the Ernest is the other one. Mm. So, and they're each members of, they're like, Jeremiah's father, grandfather, and great grandfather. Right, know, right, right. Something like that. So, I mean, it's hard to say how these are going to like, do. They didn't exhibit at the trade show, but you know, it's interesting. They timed the Richard announcement right before PCA. Yeah. And then the second release, the Mayer gets timed right before Inner Tobacco. But yeah. Reinhardt said they were actually exhibiting at Inner Tobacco this year. Yeah. Was the difference. So, right, right. So, uh, yeah, I'm very inter- interested in these cigars. Um, I am very interested. I mean, I think Jay's getting them. Um, okay so i am very interested i may not get i'm probably gonna buy the ones without the the glass ashtray the, yeah the crazy yeah. price ones right, yeah. right i mean i'm just the 86 dollar ones yeah jay i'm gonna not buy the 86 dollar ones just so you know <laughs> i'm gonna try to save a little money on this one but i, I do yeah. want to smoke though i'm very curious to see uh how to, how they how they stack up i mean i have reviewed and purchased 50 or more dollar cigars so we'll see what happens with that. Yep. And we're right at midnight here. So we've got right at the midnight hour here nice. to end the show. Is there anything else we wanted to hit? I don't think so. Okay. I think we hit the companies. I don't think we missed any companies. Yeah. All right. So um, next week, uh, the next primetime show will be a week from today. Primetime episode 242, same bad time, same bad channel. 
Uh, Michael Giannini from Quality Importers will be our special guest. Yes. So, uh, and which will be good. We have an accessory person on because I cannot smoke next week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm having oral surgery and I'm going to have to. So it was like, it was actually, and by the way, he was booked before the oral surgery was scheduled. So, yeah. Um, so it works out well for me, at least, uh, at least from that perspective. But uh, thanks to Matt Booth. Thanks to our audience. Um, Aaron, thanks to you as well. Yep, thank you. All right. That's going to wrap up primetime episode 241 into the annals of history for Thursday, September 15th, 2022. Now, Friday, September 16th, 2022 on the East Coast. We'll see everybody next week. Take care, everybody. See you guys. Okay.